So we made it through one week of Advent, and I hope it went well for you. I hope it went well, because last week the theme was hope. And so we heard Deacon Lynn preach last week that hope comes when we focus on Jesus. Because in this season, there can be so many things that take our mind, our brains, our, it's, we're running everywhere doing this and that and the other thing, and they're all good things and we should be doing them, but we can lose focus on the reason we're doing them in the first place. And so just a quick story that this past week, we got to get back into the elementary schools for confessions, and it brought me hope. Because I asked every kid before we started confessions, I said, are you excited for Christmas? And they said, oh, yeah, yeah, you bet. And I said, well, what's your favorite part of Christmas? And I expected them to say things like, you know, getting gifts, not having to go to school, right? Those things. Each and every one of the kids said to me that the fav their favorite part of Christmas, what they were looking forward to the most, being with family. Aw, isn't that a good answer? I liked it. It filled me with hope. And then I, and of course, then I asked each of them, I said, well, what, like, who invented Christmas? What's the meaning of Christmas? And you know what? Every single one of them didn't say Santa Claus. <laughs> they said the birth of Jesus. It brings me hope that our, because sometimes we think that maybe our kids don't even know anymore in the midst of everything, and they do. And so I give, gave thanks, and I have hope this week, not just for our future, I have hope for today, for right now. And so the week, this week, we focus on peace. When we're preparing for Advent, all these themes help us to understand, uh, preparing for Christmas through Advent, all these themes help us focus, focus on Christ. And especially right now, in the midst of maybe busyness, or the news in the world, or whatever is going wrong in our lives, we can feel like those animals in the first reading. It says the, about, talks about the lion and the lamb, and we can feel like our lives are nothing but a zoo, a bunch of lions and lambs running around, going wherever they want. What do lions do? They eat lambs, hey? It can feel like there's no peace in this world. But what is what happens in that first reading? It says, when these animals follow a little child, the lion will lay down with the lamb. They'll be at peace with one another when we follow Jesus. So that sounds, okay, that's all well and good to say, yeah, I follow Jesus and still my life is full of no peace. <laughs> so what are three ways then from these readings that we can practically discover this peace in our lives? Number one, in the gospel, John the Baptist says, I proclaim a baptism of repentance. What does repentance mean? It just simply means to acknowledge that sometimes we are the source of conflict, <laughs> that we didn't bring peace, that something we said or did didn't bring peace to a situation. We so often think that conflict is out there, 
but it's right here in our own hearts. So to repent just means to acknowledge our faults, our failings, our sinfulness. Where are we to blame? And then to seek reconciliation. Confession is often what we call it. And I've got good news for you. This week we have confession times. Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, you're all invited. We've got lots of priests who have nothing else to do because there's no good TV shows on right now. So they said they'll come here and help hear confessions, right? Isn't that good news? Consult your bulletin if you can't make it this Wednesday. There's plenty of parish times for confession as well. When we unburden our soul, it brings us peace that you can't get anywhere else. Number two, it says that John the Baptist spent many years in the wilderness. This was a unique place for him to hear the word of God to hear God's voice so when Jesus came, he could recognize him. As Catholics, we are really good at serving others, at caring for others, at helping others, and this is a good thing. We should continue doing this, but we forget that sometimes we need a little bit of quiet and peace in the wilderness. During Advent, even if it's just a little bit of time this week, try to find your wilderness. Try to find a place where you can go and listen to God's voice in the quiet. If we only do what we want to do this Advent, if we have all these projects and plans that we think is going to bring peace, it's only going to make us bitter and angry and tired. But if we listen to God's voice and follow Him this Advent, it will fill us with energy and bring us His peace. Number three, in the second reading, it says, welcome one another as God has welcomed us. So this seems opposite of finding quiet in the wilderness, and we like welcoming other people, right? We want people to come to our homes, to drink our hot chocolate, to tell us how good our tree looks, and we should welcome each other and party and celebrate, for Jesus is coming. But sometimes we only welcome those who we want to welcome. We only welcome those that we like, and we put walls up in our lives to keep out those we disagree with or those we don't like. Jesus has welcomed us Sunday after Sunday, day after day, and we don't deserve it. Can we welcome others in our lives who we find it difficult to welcome? Only when we learn to welcome can we live in harmony and peace. So, my friends, may your Advent prayers strengthen your repentance, help you hear God's voice in the quiet wilderness, and help us live in harmony with each other so that this Advent and Christmas may be full of God's peace.